gentlemen, welcome back to the Your Passion Podcast. Today we're interviewing you to know the story of Adam Snow, who's a music producer, artist, who's worked with Famous Dex, Freddie Gibbs, Tory Lanez, Gucci Mane, and many more greats. Welcome to the podcast, Adam. Nice. Yes, sir. Nice. <laughs> so, um, you know, I usually ask everyone, like, everyone this because I want to know everyone's <laughs> opinion or what they've been up to. What have you been up to during quarantine? Because I know everyone had the opportunity to just, you know, like, sit back and really focus in on their craft and really mm -hmm. just reflect on what they want to do with their life and just, you know, everything in general. So what have you been up to? Man. Uh, <laughs> Lamping or what? I've been eating. Okay, okay. You know, making sure I eat enough. That's good. Mm -hmm. Staying hydrated. That was, like, the number ones. Mm -hmm. um, I learned how to, like, mix. So that was a big thing. Okay. What do you mean by mixing? Like, mixing, like, for music and stuff. Oh, audio mixing. Yeah. Okay, Like, gotcha. I used to, like, pay, like, mad people to, like, do it for you. Mixes for me. Really? And then, like, during the quarantine, I was like, well, I'm going to be home anyways. Like, can't go to the studio studio. Yeah. So, so you might just, as well like, figure it out. It. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I was watching your live stream the other day. I don't think you knew I was in there. Oh, really? With Josh? Yeah. Oh, cool. With Josh. It was funny. That's, that's the homie. Shout out. Shout out to Josh. Yeah. Where are the cameras at? Over here? Yeah. Shout out to my boy, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your favorite Ben and Jerry's ice cream flavor? Mine. Personally, uh -huh. it's Americone Dream. I think it's fire, fire. Okay. What do you? Th what is? What's your favorite? Uh, I don't know if they have some fancy name, but like mm -hmm. my go-to, it's a tie. Can I pick a tie? Is that cheap? Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. All right. You know what? I don't care. I'm gonna do a tie. Do it for it. Uh, cookie dough. Okay. And uh, this is like the same thing, but different. Cookies and cream. Really? Like my faves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm kind of a mitten chip guy too. Okay. I'm a go-to mint chip. Mint chip is good. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, what was your life like growing up? And uh, what was your family environment like? Yeah. Tell us about that. Oh, man. My family environment was, uh, it was cool. Mm -hmm. uh, my mom was cool. Mm -hmm. But my, I don't know, I kind of sometimes feel like I raised myself in a lot of ways. Gotcha. So you, um, were you more about being independent and rebellious during that time or are you more about okay i gotta figure it out and do it myself probably the second one the second one yeah yeah okay. i got into trouble a lot <laughs> really tell us about it what happened i mean i would just do like i would just shoplift a lot uh -huh. uh, i mean i don't know <laughs> things that maybe i shouldn't say on, on here <laughs> okay 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 it's all good it's all good it's all good but i mean like how do you like how do you get away with that like are you are you strategically planning before you stoping out like what shoplifting? Yeah, dude. Like, it's just a crazy thing to think about. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, you got to plan it out. You, so you like, how long is the planning? Is it like, oh, let me just take fifteen minutes and like, let me think about it. Okay, here's oh, the I didn't exit. think about it that. I, well, I would like, use, like it. Like I think it's like yeah. Mission Impossible style. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or is it just whatever? You know, I mean, I was a kid though. So when you're a kid and you're like kind of like cute looking or whatever, like nobody <laughs> suspects anything. You That's kind of true. I mean? Yeah. So I would just go in. Oh man, I'm gonna get. I don't know if I should even say. Well, I would go into unnamed, unnamed locations. Unnamed locations. Unnamed things. Um, let's call them. Uh, I mean, some corporations are mad evil anyway. So it's like I was like whatever. I was like I'm Robin Hood, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, liberating. Yeah, and I would wear like this like big old crazy jacket and stuff. <laughs> like a giant trench coat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, like the puffers, you know. Yeah. And I would just go in there. 
And I'd look around and be like, oh, look at this, look at that. And then mm-hmm. I'd just grab whatever I could. And like, the, the jacket was already like mad puffy oh, yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Kind of obvious. So it's like, oh, like, he's not, there's nothing in there. That's just like, he's not doing anything. He's just trying to stay warm. Yeah. You know, and then I just fill it and then uh, I'd walk out. Call it a day. Yeah. You ever get caught or no? No, ah. not by the feds or anything like that. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. Did you, um, did you like going to high school? Or did you feel like you could be doing something else? Or did you go to high school? Um, I did go to high school. Mm-hmm. You know what? High school was all right. It was all right? I didn't, I didn't hate it, mm-hmm. but I didn't love it either. Gotcha. Mm. Did, you have a, did you have a social group, or did you kind of feel like an outsider? So I feel like everyone's high school experience is kind of different. You know what I mean? So, like, tell me about that. Maybe a little bit of both. I had a social group. I was, like, the kid that was friends with everybody, you know? Really? Uh, but on the inside, I kind of felt like, I don't belong here. Yeah, yeah. I'm not one of you. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm destined for greatness. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, so you did feel like you could be doing something a little bit better than that? Um... Yeah, but shout out to my high school, man. They're they're cool. They're like cool. I have a lot of like uh, long time friendships from there. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to like fancy like private school, whatever. Oh, okay. Back in Maryland. Okay. Um, where where'd you grow up? Um, where, where so I was born, born in DC. Okay. And then I grew up in like the suburbs of Maryland. Okay. You know, I'm not a gangster at all. Okay. By the way. Yeah. You know. So Maryland. So what, like, what was like the thing that people would do there? Because you said like suburbs. Because I feel like either there's a lot of places in America where there's like nothing going on, and mm-hmm. then there's a lot of places where, you know, you can do this, you can do that every day, or is it just like a town where there was nothing to do? You know. Okay, so the, there's what was not it like that much to do in Maryland, but DC is amazing. Yeah. Um, the food's amazing. There's a lot of amazing like live shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'd always just like get in the car and like drive down to Baltimore or drive down to DC and um, like play shows or mm-hmm. do like beat battles or whatever. Oh, stuff whoa. Like that. <laughs> so uh, what hobbies did you have in high school? Um, man, I just stayed in my room and like made beats and stuff. It was like mad boring. Okay. <laughs> yeah. How'd you, um, how'd you get into music production? Cause I feel like, Oh dude, I mean, I'll feel like Kanye, but like I do Kanye's like the goat. I'm a big fan. Kanye's the goat, dude. Like, I went to see, I went to a concert mm-hmm. in like 2007, I want to say. Yeah. And it was like, it was called Virgin Music Festival. And it was Kanye, Lil Wayne. Wow. Uh, Bob Dylan, I think was there. Mm-hmm. Nine Inch Nails. It was, it was wild. It was crazy. The whole variety. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was crazy. And then, um, yeah, it was nuts. I saw Kanye West. And it was he was fresh off his graduation album. Wow, that early. Yeah. Wow. And it was just like the most mind blowing, insane experience of I was just like, Oh my gosh, it's he's unbelievable. Kanye West. What? It, it, he had like a live band and there's the laser show, which yeah. is crazy. And he's just like the greatest performer of all time. And I just remember being a kid looking up at the stage, like I was in like the the pit or whatever. Yeah. I was just like, oh my gosh, it's so good. Like, what <laughs> do I, uh? And then I went home and I was like, all right, all right, I gotta do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Well, I, at the time I played guitar and I was like, I'm gonna be the, I'm gonna play the guitar. The, yeah. I'm gonna be his guitarist one day. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I'm not good enough though. So all right, I gotta do something else. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I'll just do what he did. I'll make beats. Mm. 
what was the first um what was the first thing that you got? Like, did you get an MPC? Like, what, what was it? A MIDI keyboard? Oh, man. Tell I had, me about I that. I had the crack book, man. I had the, I had the crack book, my guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I had the, uh... Like, like, did you say, like, what was the process? Did you save up? Like, did someone get it for you? Like, to get... to get? Oh, the, you know, shout out to the parent. Mm. You know, I got the, uh... They believed in you? I got the... I was... I, it wasn't for... It was for us, uh homework and stuff yes. but uh you know i i Covering. you know i finessed yeah. it you okay, know okay. ulterior motives you know gotcha okay. uh were you um who did you make music for at the beginning time like were you just yourself and you just kept it to yourself or did you find people in your high school that wanted to be rappers or whatever you know or were um, you just doing your own thing no people in my high school that wanted to be rappers a lot of kids in dc just mm -hmm. like random kids like that like we're in the local scene that you'd meet at like these beat battles and stuff. Yeah. They were like pretty fire. Yeah. And they just like, we all like love like hip hop and like rap and stuff. So it kind of linked up uh, with them mostly. Gotcha. Well, um, what was, did you play in any beat battles or did you just go to them? Oh, nah, man. I played like three of them. Did you win? I Ta can't. Uh, I came in second in one of them. Uh huh. And that was like the closest I ever got to winning. Mm. But, the guy that won, he's like mad washed up now. So like, you know, I won Doesn't in, matter. in the game of life. Yeah, you exactly, know? exactly. I'm the real winner. <laughs> so what's it like? What's the prep work when it comes to beat battle? Like, you just making beats at home and you're like, all right, I guess these are the fire ones. Let me put these. Like, how, what's the process like? Like, are they like, all right, you play yours. Now you play. Now you play yours. Or like, mm -hmm. how do you play off the crowd and then do that? Like, literally walk me through it. Well. Yeah, usually I just like play them like like anybody you play them for your friends you're like hey like check out this one and like yeah. they'll be like it's it's terrible <laughs> yeah you know? or be like oh that one's good and you're like oh okay i guess that one's good cool like you know yeah. check mark next to that one like yeah. that one's fire you know and then you just like pick like the most fire ones that your friends tell you and uh -huh. then you pull up that's interesting that's really interesting so working with those people what projects did you make oh man did you, were you making whole albums? Were you just making singles, making mixtapes? Oh, I was just trying to get on these. I was just trying to get on their albums, man. Mm, okay. They had the, you know, I, I did sell some beats to a teacher. I, maybe I should walk back my previous comment because I did sell some beats to a teacher at my high school. Really? Okay. Yeah, it didn't pan out though. So you know. <laughs> well, did he? Did like? How did he find out that you were that you were making beats? Or did you like tell them organically or like oh, how did that just knew really like i started like doing stuff in mm -hmm. school and i got like a placement here a placement there with mm -hmm. like some like bigger artists and then like people just be like oh like that's adam like he yeah. makes beats or he whatever. does his He's, thing yeah exactly gotcha um well, how old were you when you decided to move out here oh my gosh i mean i just been here for like couple six months but i'm like really? on and off like i technically live in D uh, maryland uh-huh but uh yeah i move around i moved around a lot and then like after the corona apocalypse yeah now i'm just like well i'm here yeah so tell me about um just a little bit of your history tell me about the souls in action collective ah uh, how did uh, that yes. happen how did that happen and what was your role okay so that's from when i lived in uh denver Gotcha. I, went to, I went to college there. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, they were just like the most popping like crew. Like every time you go to a show or anything, like they would be 
like they'd be the promoter or like they'd be involved in some respect. Yeah. So I just wanted to play shows and I was like, all right, well, how do I get to do that? Uh-huh. So I hit up Lulu, who's like uh like the owner or whatever of that. Of the of the collective. Yeah. Um and she knew this rapper Dylan Owen. I don't uh-huh. know if you know him, but he liked my music and he like hooked it up and uh I just like badgered her a bunch. I was like, yo, like I'm trying to be the next like big thing. Yeah. Like let me get on these shows though. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she then she let you in the crew or what? Yeah, she was like, cool. Oh, real? I'll, I'll manage you. Wow. So what was your role? Like, what was your... Were you the producer for the people in the crew? Or, like, were oh, you I was live like on a, stage? I was an artist. Really? Yeah, DJ. Wow. Mm-hmm. Shit. A DJ. So you were just, you were just, you know, coming up with mixes? Mm-hmm. Wow. What would you play? Like, would you play, like... 70s beats, modern oh gosh, beats. I play a lot of my stuff, man. Really? Like mostly my stuff and mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. a lot of yay. Of course. Uh, a lot uh, of yeah. Twista. I don't know if you like Twista. Yes, I just play sir. Twista. Yes, sir. Um, what else would I play? Oh, Drake. I like Drake. Whatever. Okay. Sue me. You know? Yeah, Shout yeah, out to yeah. Drizzy. <laughs> so how do you go about reading your crowd as a DJ? You know what I mean? Because I feel like it's kind of a difficult thing to explain and even I'm curious. How do you mm-hmm. read a crowd? You know? Like how do you know what track you want to open up with? I mean... Every crowd is different. Of course. And to be honest with you, I'm just like one of those, like, I'll, I'll plan ahead, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I'll plan ahead. It's yeah. Like, there'll be a lot to do. I'll just be like, all right, you're going to, this is how you're going to dance. Like, just trust me. It's going to be fire. Like, mm-hmm. let's go on this journey together. You know? So you would really take the initiative and just say, okay, this is what I'm going to present mm-hmm. instead of just playing off the crowd. Yeah. Or, or was it just a mix? The second one. The second one? That's more my style. Really? Yeah. Okay, so you really want to take people on your journey. Yeah. That's cool. It's my show. Yeah, exactly. When you guys are DJs, you could make your, you could DJ your own show. Mm-hmm. What was it like? Was it like touring? Did you have a good time doing that? Or were you, were you still feel like you could be doing something else? Or did you just fully love that? Oh, I love it. Really? Yeah, I love playing shows. It's the best. Mm. What was it like? Especially open- when people like yeah. the songs. Mm-hmm. What was it like? Opening up for the Chainsmokers. Back, oh. way back before, way back before everyone started, you know. Yeah, it was insane. Mm. Um, I don't even know how, what other way to describe it. I played at, it, we played at Beta, which Beta. is like the best. I, I don't even know if they're still uh, open now. But mm. at the time, they were like the biggest, most poppinest club in all of Denver. Uh, you know? Yeah. Uh, it was the spot. It was the spot, man. Mm-hmm. Um, how did when, that happen? Like, how did you get that opportunity? Or did oh, they just recognize you and say, oh, I want you to open up for us? Oh, so. Or did your manager make that It was back? through, um, how did that happen? You're going, <laughs> you're going into, the, into the archives right yes, now. Yes, sir. Uh, how did that happen? Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. They were supposed to play something for, uh, like, my school or something. Like, there's some sort of, like, contest or something that got connected with my school really and then uh the guy that like booked it knew me and i guess i was like the biggest like dj artist person on campus or whatever yeah you know like something stupid like that uh-huh. uh, and he was like oh like do you want to yeah it was me and this other kid adam clark he's cool shout outs to him mm-hmm. um and he was like yeah do you guys want to play and i was like yeah sure i'll play whatever 
So it's just that's naturally just how it happened. Yeah, but I don't really know that chain sparkers are like popping like that. Really? To be honest with you, like this was like a this was like bef- I mean they were big like they. But this was way before they blew up. Well, they were big. Like I remember when they when they flew when they came like mm-hmm. they just like left like something at like American Idol mm-hmm. like before wow. before they went on and they're like oh they're they're coming in right now from American Idol like yeah. is your set over. <laughs> uh, yeah yeah okay yeah i'm done like okay <laughs> you know yeah yeah <laughs> so um what does your creative process look like when you're when you decide to make a beat like can you just sit down and force it or do you feel like it just comes in waves like how does what does that look like man all of the above man really yeah like because i like walk me through the process like you're you i mean the it's, table you're sitting down it's like what you said man it's like i mean it's it's all of the above so sometimes you'd be like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna work on this till it's amazing yeah and then it's gonna be amazing and i'm not gonna stop until it's amazing mm. and then sometimes it works yeah sometimes it doesn't and you're like oh i'm worthless it's horrible everything's mm. terrible you know so it's a, a complete emotional roller coaster sometimes yeah it's insane and then like but i feel like also like the best stuff it's just like I like Jay Z always says. He says like you know you open up the door and you like got in, mm. you know. And like somebody I also like like a lot is like Y N W Melly. Uh-huh. And like when he was in jail and stuff, he always say like he's just like yeah like I I ask I ask God like yo like send me like a fire melody right now. Yeah. Sometimes it comes. You know sometimes your prayers are answered. You know and and that's really how like most of the music comes really like it's you know. That's where it comes from. Like, if you're lucky, you know. It happens. You know, it happens. Yeah. Okay. Um, What do you do when you get stuck producing a track? You do walk away from it or do you just force yourself to continue? Man. What do you do? That's a good question. Trying to think of what I. um, Yeah, usually I'll walk away. Mm. I'll walk away and then maybe a week later, sometimes a month later or whatever, then it'll come. Hmm. Do you feel like. Sometimes your ego gets in the way and your ego makes you want to sit down and finish it because you worked on all these other great projects before. In the beginning, yeah, mm. but not now. How do you control your ego? Because I feel like producing all these great tracks and being, con- as, as I've seen, being consistent with it, how do you mm. control your ego? Or have you not had a problem with it yet? Um, I don't really have a big ego, to be honest. I kind of just... Yeah, I don't really have a problem with it. I'm kind of just like, mm. if anything, I had the opposite problem. I'm surprised. And it was always like, I'm not good enough. Wow. I just want people to like my songs. Mm. Please, please like them. Please like them. <laughs> you yeah. know? So it's just an internal battle for greatness and being recognized. Yeah. But sometimes I feel like I'm the greatest. Like if you get a win, you're like, I'm the best ever. Yeah. But uh, I think also like it's all like I've been through a lot of like crazy stuff. Like, so I think it's always important to remember like. You know, like I'm here and I'm like, quote unquote, making the songs. Mm-hmm. But again, like anything I've ever made, like I had the privilege and the opportunity to do it. The Lord, you know, yeah, gave me these to, you know, bring to y'all. So like, I don't feel personally responsible for them. Uh-huh. Kind of feel like, you know, I just got the help, got the alley-oop, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. <laughs> do you feel, um, are you a very spiritual person? Like, like, do you have like, like, are you Christian? Are you this or that? Or is it just a mix? Oh, man, it's definitely a mix. I, I'm going to give a lot of just, like, answers, like, yeah, you can have it both ways, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, like, so my dad was, like, super, like, Muslim. Uh-huh. And then my mom was born, like, Buddhist, and then she 
um, went to Catholic school. Really? For like all of her life, like her whole life, pretty yeah. much. And then she converted to Islam uh-huh. when she married my uh, my dad. Uh huh. So do you take up any of those practices or did those Yeah, I mean, I guess so that's one of those things where it's kind of like I kind of like soaked all that in mm-hmm. and like I did like all the things that come along with all of that. Yeah. And I guess you could say like now I'm kind of just like figuring it out. I'm like, okay, like that's a lot of information to process. Right, right. So like now I'm just like I'm still figuring it out, you know. Gotcha. But yeah, of course, I'm very like I pray like every day like Gotcha. Right. Speaking of rituals, do you have a morning routine or do you just get up whenever and then uh, see where you, the day takes you? Snacks. Snacks? Mm-hmm. Morning routine? Water. Okay. Snacks. Uh-huh. Breakfast. Mm. You know? And then just go about your day? Yeah. Mm. No gym? Just wake up, water, oh, snacks? Oh, man. I'll go to the gym. Mm. It's the homebody, huh? I don't go to the gym, bro. <laughs> you can't go to the gym right now anyways. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um... When you're in a studio with someone, do you have studio rules or do you not? Yeah, there's only one rule. What's the rule? No rules. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What do you um what do you eat in the studio? You eat Mexican food? Like what's the go to? Or is hmm. it just whatever? Yeah, it's whatever. Mm. Last time I went to the studio, I think we got Oh, I got Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake Factory yeah. delivered? You ever have crispy crab bites? No. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. What do they taste like? I mean, you got crab, but amazingness. Mm. They cheese, they cheesy, they gooey. Bro, <laughs> they're so good. You should just get. You should buy some. Like cheesy crab bites. I'll remember it. Next yeah, time. they're fire. Uh. <laughs> how did um, how did pray for me happen? Like, were you, like, were you with OMBPZ, and then he asked you, and he's like, okay, by the way, Gucci Mane's gonna be on this track, or was it like? Did you just find out Gucci Mane was going to be on it? Or what was, how did that happen? Um, I want to know the backstory. Yeah. So actually I made that beat, mm-hmm. started out as a remix Okay. to Future's Mask Off. Mm. Great song. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, I don't want to put that out as a remix because that song is like way too good. Like we got to do something like different. Different. Yeah. Um, and then my buddy at the time, I was like, who do you think could be good on it? And he's like, oh, I don't know. You could get this person, you get that person. We were like, oh, maybe we could get Gucci Mane, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he, like, I guess, like, knew his engineer, like, Gucci's engineer at the time. Uh-huh. Um, and his name is Sean. And he used to do, like, all of Gucci's stuff, like, when he was, like, locked up. Wow. Um, and he reached out. And he was like, all right, all right, all right, yeah, like, get Gucci on it. Like, he's yeah. going to meet you, like, in a week or whatever. He's coming to L.A., whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, be here at this time. At this place. Uh, and be ready. Like, da, yeah. da, da, da. I was like, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. And then I went, and he pulled up. He's super nice. Really? Yeah. Super cool guy. Really nice. Surprisingly nice. He was like, hey, man, you want a picture? You know? Like, uh, <laughs> all right. Like, really? I guess. Uh, and he was, yeah, he was a super nice guy. Um, and he was like, yeah, I wrote the verse. Like, I love the beat. Like, I wrote the verse on the way over here. Like, I wrote it in, like, 15 minutes. Wow. Um, and then he went in, and then he went crazy. Yeah. Um, I wanted him to do the whole song. I was like, bro, can you like, just can you like do the whole thing? Yeah. You know, he's like, no, 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 no. Like, I got you. Just trust me. It's good like this. You know, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I was like, dang, like I only got like half a song or whatever verse, or whatever. Yeah. So what am I gonna do? Like I can't put this out. You know. Yeah. Um, and then I did another song with OMB Peasy before, mm-hmm. 
Um, so I just called him up and I was like, yo, bro, uh, you want to hop on this Gucci record? Yeah. Um, and he hopped on it and now we have the song. Wow. So it was Gucci before then it was, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. That's crazy. Did Gucci do multiple takes or did he, is he just one take, one verse? Super he did easy. multiple takes. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Gotcha. What is his, um, he did a lot of shout outs too. He did like a whole thing. Like how long? Like, was it like 30 seconds? Like, shut up. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I think it was like the whole thing was like a minute long. Mm -hmm. Was it um, when you're in the studio, what percentage of the entire soundboard are you using? Because I see a giant, giant, like mix just soundboard. And I'm all like, who you, is everything oh, I needed? I don't touch none of that. Man. Really? Nah, mm. bro. I do everything on the computer and then just run it through the gear like later to like make it sound all like fancy. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, what was your plan after that project? Or what were you doing after that project? Did you have a plan? Which project? Uh, the Pray For Me. Oh, no plan, man. Mm. No plan, man. <laughs> you just floating around, huh? Not floating around. I mean, there's some plan. I always wanted to drop, like, an album. Like, uh -huh. I guess the plan. Okay, I guess there's some plan. But the plan is to drop an album. Uh-huh. Hmm. So you were just working on stuff on the side. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's cool. Um, how did you meet Famous Dex? Oh, I never met Famous Dex. You never met Famous Dex? No, nah, we just did the song, bro. That's interesting. We just did the song. Um, I knew... So OMB Peasy's a and at mm -hmm. the time worked at 300 Entertainment. Gotcha. And he knew Dex because Dex was at 300. Yeah. And we were talking, he was like, oh, you should get a verse with Dex. You should get a verse with Dex. It's going to be awesome. Blah, 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 blah. And you're like, all right, all right. And this was like before, like, Pick It Up or any of this stuff, like, went crazy. Mm -hmm. And so that verse is like, I mean, that hook and everything is like super, super old, actually. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So, so you made the beat and then you sent it over and then he sent over his verse? Or how did that happen? Um, how did that happen? Yeah, I had the beat uh -huh. and I sent it to him. And then he went crazy over the whole thing. Uh... Yeah, he, uh, exactly. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, yeah, he okay. So he he rapped over the whole thing like a freestyle. Yeah, a whole song, right? Yeah. And then um, we ended up like chopping it up and like using his part as the verse. And he actually wrote the hook. Wow. Um, and then I I hit up my friend Sixa, who's like super talented artist. He's got amazing voice and everything. Mm -hmm. um, then he resung like a version of like the hook that dex wrote with like his lyrics and like the same melody gotcha yeah hmm. that's interesting it's a very interesting process especially for that when you just had to send it out there and then he's gonna do all that work mm -hmm. hmm. yeah um do they usually take a long time to send everest back or is it like within a week or how does that happen because i feel like you send Who, it out which artist you talk everyone's different mm. which you pick what which one how about famous dex oh dex is quick really yeah what was it like a day a week that's like a week. Oh, okay. A week or two. Mm. But, yeah. but some people lack, like, like, like they're, they're lagging on other people. Some people take a time. Some people are just mad busy. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it depends on the artist. Mm. Depends on the artist. How did the, how did 9 to 5 with Freddie happen? Or how did you meet Freddie? Um, oh, there's, okay. Those are two separate. Uh, first question. Mm -hmm. how, yeah. how did 9 to 5 happen? Uh, I had a friend that, was like love Freddie. Freddie, obviously I love Freddie. Freddie's amazing. He's a super talented guy. Cool guy. Um, 
and this friend like was just going on about how great like Freddie's album was, you know? Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Freddie is great. Yeah. Maybe I should do a song with him, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I reached out to his manager, Lambo, mm-hmm. and he hooked it up. And he was like, all right, this is what we're going to do. Cool. You know? Mm-hmm. And he, it's kind of like the same process. Like he sent like a whole, a whole like freestyle, like over the whole beat. Mm. Um, it has a totally different hook actually too. Huh. Totally different. And then I'll, go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. Okay. And then I was listening to the part that was like, not a five and I'm fading over. Yeah. You know? And I was like, that's a vert. That's like one of his bars. Like that wasn't the hook at all. Yeah. And I was like, but it's so good. Like that to me feels like the hook. Yeah. So I was like, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to chop this up. I chopped it up and then I added uh Teddy on it. Mm-hmm. And then I put the uh, sample at the beginning. Yeah. And that's the song. Wow. That's a real crazy process. Yeah. That's insane. So you, I like the I like the song. The reason I like the song is it, it kind of speaks truth and virtue. Mm-hmm. It's like when he says like nine to five that that don't pay the rent. Like, it's fucking true. It doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't pay the rent. It doesn't pay the rent. Mm-hmm. Very like very wise choice picking that. Like mm-hmm. I personally like that's one of my favorites from you. Yeah. Thank you. It's one yeah. of my favorites too. Yeah. But um, so who was else? Who else was featured on the track? Uh, Teddy Andreas. Teddy, how did? Did you know Teddy before? Yeah. Long time? I've known I've known Teddy for a long time. How'd you meet him? How'd that relationship come to happen? Man, um, we had a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. His name is Tayyib Ali. Mm. Um, he was really... Tayyib? Tayyib oh. Ali. Um, and he, he was just hype on Teddy. I remember when Teddy first had like a... He did, had like an uh, interview... On Hot 97. Yeah. And uh, he was with, like, Biggie's son. Uh-huh. And that was, like, the thing. Mm-hmm. And everyone started, like... He, well, he didn't have any music out, really. Mm-hmm. He was just, like, Biggie's son's friend at the time. Really? Um, I mean, that was the thing. He's all, I mean, this was a long time ago. Yeah, way back. So people were just like, oh, the white kid. He's good at rapping, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I always, like... He had like one pro- like mini EP out, you know, and mm-hmm. I and I just heard him and I was like, wow, like this kid's really like special. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just hit him up and I was like, yo, dude, I think you're the future. I think you're amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we became friends. Wow. Um, yeah, we li- we like we linked up in the studio a bunch and we we sent beats and he liked my beats and I liked his raps. So yeah. it was just like this organic thing. His relationship. Yeah. yeah. He's a cool. Shout out to Teddy Andreas, man. Mm. He's a That's cool interesting. Guy. Yeah. Did you um I know for the music video, mm-hmm. um, did you come up with the idea for the music video or did someone else direct that? Because I oh, feel like I came up with the whole thing, man. Really? Uh and then my buddy, Tre- Trevor Viner, mm-hmm. uh amazing on the camera. Yeah. He like produced, shot, and like co-directed it. Uh-huh. Um and then like te- Teddy's like a everyone there is like artists. Yeah. So like, it was my like uh, my original idea. Yeah. You know, and then uh, everyone just would just like be like, hey, it would it be cool if you do this? And then we just yeah. like freestyled it and like added on and like messed around and and now you have it. So yeah. everyone was just uh, picking and choosing their own ideas and said, well, why don't we go with this? Or why don't we go with this? And then- yeah, we all just like tried a bunch of crazy stuff and then mm-hmm. like Trevor just. Sh- you know, uh, so who's who's Mercedes Benz was that? Because th- who do you think? So, who do you think it was? Was it yours? No, bro. Whose was it? Who do you think? Teddy's. Yeah, man. Ah, uh, okay. 
I'm like, oh, that's a, you that, know Teddy loves the bands, man. It's, it's a sick bands. That was one of his bands, is you know. <laughs> I saw him. He pulled up on the hood, and then then it panned to a different shot. I'm like, ooh, that was clean. Yeah, yeah. man, that video is amazing. Mm. So when you did you like listen to the song and you're like, all right, I want it to look like this and this mm-hmm. and this. Or like, did you have ideas for like locations or was it just a very small idea and like uh, I kind of want it to look like this, you know? Or did you have it all planned out? I knew more or less what I wanted. Okay. Um, I knew I wanted it to be outside a lot. Okay. And I knew I wanted it to feel gritty mm. and organic. Mm. Um, yeah. And then I just, then from there, it's like, okay, well, where do we go? What are we going to do? And then you let other people take on their ideas and then yeah, exactly. just go back and forth. Exactly. That's cool. Hmm. Um, so we were talking about this earlier. Um, so I got to know David Cho uh-huh. because he's my favorite artist. He's not, amazing. Not what music artist, but artist. He's an amazing artist. He's the best. Mm-hmm. Why did you choose the sample for, for 9 to 5? Why did you choose his, when he, when he goes off on that tangent in the beginning? Because mm-hmm. I feel like that speaks truth. I don't have it written down and I can't tell you what it is, mm-hmm. but I like, I personally felt it cause it's like, Hey, if you, you should probably just go and pursue, go and pursue your dreams. Then mm-hmm. if you fail, like you fail, but Hey, at least you fucking tried, you mm-hmm. know? Exactly. Why did you choose that? Man, I had the, like we were talking about how we had the, um, the song with Freddie, like basically done for a minute. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he had this whole other intro, like it was fire, but I don't know. I always felt like it could, it, something was missing a little yeah. bit, you know? And then, like, obviously, I'm a big David Cho fan, you know, yeah. DVD essay forever. Yes. Um, and I was just listening to him, like, his stuff a lot. I'm, I'm a big David Cho fan, you know? Yeah, me too. So I just had this song on Tuck for Mad Long, and I was just watching, like, a bunch of, uh, like, David Cho videos and stuff. Yeah. Like, when I was, like, eating food or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. like, as I do. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is perfect. I got out of this. I just was, I, I was like, all right, I'll try it. If it's mm-hmm. dope, like, cool. If it's not dope, I'll just take it out. Take it out. Yeah. yeah. And I did it and I was like, oh, this is amazing. This is perfect. Mm, that's crazy. Yeah. I used to watch DVD ASA and I felt like I was the only human being in the world who knew about it until I went to LMU. I sat down with my roommate and like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But, like, I sat down with my roommate, and I'm like, you know, you just talk back and forth for a little bit. And yeah. Talk about, like, oh, what do you do? What are you interested in? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm all like, yeah, I used to listen to this podcast called DVD ASA. And he's like, dude, no way. I thought I was the only one. And, like, we oh, literally bonded and talked about it for, like, an hour. And how, like, I don't it wasn't Critter, but it was somebody, like, took David Cho's chips. Mm-hmm. And, like, they were his favorite chips. And we're like. Favorite chips, man. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, it was this, like golden flavored chips or something. And yep. then I went on, like, the Reddit to try to find them. And I couldn't find them. Yep. I was kind of salty about it. But, yeah. I love, love David. He's cool. He's a nice guy. How do you know David? Um, I mean, I was just a fan of his stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you more after the, uh, after the pot, after this. Okay. Uh, gotcha. But, uh, yeah, I know David. Uh, I, uh, but you can't speak on it. No, nah, I mean, I know stuff, whatever. Like, uh, I met him at, uh, one of his like performances or whatever. Uh-huh. And he was like super nice. Uh, I snuck I, I went to one of his performances I, I like with speaking engagements. Yeah. And I like snuck into like the green like the green room thing or whatever and I was yeah. like, Yo, David, what's up, man? I'm your I love your 
I love DVD SA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good, you know? Mm-hmm. And like Poon was there. Oh, wow. And like the whole, like a bunch of people the were there. Crew. Yeah, the whole crew was there. And he was just super nice. I was like, yo, dude, I use your sample on this track. Is that cool? He's like, yeah, man. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, he didn't, He said it without saying it, but his, his eyes basically were like, I'm rich. I don't care. Like, yeah. do whatever you want, man. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Dave's story is freaking crazy. Yeah. Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> super cool guy. The mm-hmm. best. Uh, tell us about the new collab album with Joss Alias called uh, A Place in the Sun. Because I know... Uh, on the live stream, you were playing some of the songs. But mm-hmm. Tell us about it. How did um, how how did that whole process come to be? And did you just come up with the title of "Place in the Sun" and you said, "Okay, we're gonna call it this"? Or mm-hmm. did you just come to you like as you were like producing music? Uh, the first one, which was, which was I was like, "We're gonna call it this." We had another title, but I can't even remember it now. Mm. We, we I, I was just like, "Oh, we could call," it. I, dude. I don't even remember it. I was just like, hey, do you think this is cool? And he's like, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then we just, like, went through titles, went through titles. And then we both agreed. Like, we came to a place in the sun where we were like, oh, this is perfect. Mm. This is it. So I know Josh is in a different location than L.A., right? Mm-hmm. So did you just you just send beats out to him and then he sends the verse back? Or has oh, he no, ever? Bro. We do every We do every session uh, on FaceTime. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I sit there the whole, like, it's like being in the studio, like, I guess you could say what inspired it or what what created it, and it was just like the quarantine, man. Mm. The quarantine thing, like we're both like, all right, well, what are we gonna do, you know? So it was really a quarantine album. <laughs> well, I mean, or I thought making it like a place in the sun was cool and calling it like the Corona tapes, you know mm. what I mean? That's cool. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so the forty fourth floor, mm-hmm. you and him are really close, right? Sorta. We collaborate a lot, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's cool. I he's think, like mad mysterious, though. Though. Yeah. He's like mad mysterious. Mm-hmm. I think. Weren't you and him like in the studio with Trippy Red, or was it? Because I I know there's a photo of you with Trippy Red. Mm-hmm. How did that happen? Or um, can you speak on that, or? I can kind of speak on a bit on it. Tell what us. I'll say is that Trippy's a great guy, mm-hmm. super cool guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to do a song with him for this album with him um, and Jay Electronica. Yeah. Didn't happen. Mm. But Trippy's a super cool guy, and I'd love to work with him in the future. Mm. Tell us about the night you met G Herbo. Oh my gosh. G Herbo's the best. Mm. He's so cool. Uh, we had a party. How'd that happen? So he played a show mm-hmm. in uh, in L.A. Mm-hmm. and I was there. I was I was in L.A. Yeah, you know, for the show. And uh, so my one of my managers at the time also managed G Herbo. Yeah. And we did this. We actually have a song together with uh, me and Raekwon. Wow. And I think Teddy is gonna drop a verse. Has a verse on there. I gotta I gotta call him. Coming ask, soon, ask him about possibly. That. You know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. How should um, how should artists go about interacting with their fans on social media? Because I kind of feel like you have it down. Like you, you're like you're very good with keeping up with your fans and communicating with them in the comments. How yeah. should artists go? Love about your that? fans. Treat them like, treat them like you're they're your best friend. Mm. I mean, I don't know. I'm weird. I I I love my fans. I love every single one. You know, like they're my family. So. I don't. I, I can't really speak to really what other artists should do. I don't think that they should 
treat their fans like really good if they're just trying to like finesse them to like sell t-shirts right you know but i think if you genuinely love your fans then you should treat them as such mm. i like that how should um how should we act towards the haters on social media oh love them too really they're just fans in disguise mm. you know or they just don't know it yet. I don't know. Logic has a line about that somewhere. But mm. How do you treat your haters? I don't love? know. They're just here for the jokes, man. I feel people are just bored, bro. Really? Like, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, you're, you're just sad. No, you know, you're in your basement. You're, you know, you're not living life right. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. but like me, like, I remember being like 12 mm-hmm. and on just... the internet. Dude, half these kids are just bored. Mm. Like, I don't. I don't really feel like they're necessarily like bad people yeah. or like like I think they're just kids that are just want to cause trouble and stir the pot, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I feel that. How um what advice can you give people on finding what they're good at? Try everything. Mm. What should we do after we try everything? See what you're good at. If it works, <laughs> You're like, all right, cool. Maybe I got something here. If it doesn't work, hey, not for me. Don't do that again. Mm. What if we're interested in like three different things and we can't decide? How should we break it down and figure out which one we should invest our time in? Which one do you want to do the most? You pick the one you want to do the most and do that one first. Mm. All right. Let's say I'm producing music uh-huh. and I have an opportunity to go to college and get a like production degree or whatever. Uh-huh. Or should I do that? Uh-huh. Or should I just not go to college, work on my production, invest all my time, eight hours a day, literally, that's all I do every day, and then just DM rappers and up-and-coming people and then say, hey, let's collab, or should mm-hmm. they do both? What do you think? Oh, man, I'm going to get in trouble for this. Uh, I think if you want to do art, uh, don't pay for school. Mm. If you get a scholarship and it's all paid for you, or you're like mad rich and you got someone that's going to pay for it for you. Cool. Do it. Have fun. You're going to meet a lot of amazing people and it's going to be good for you. But if you don't have money like that, I don't recommend it. Why? I mean, I have a personal vendetta against school, this, uh, the college education system. Mm. So <laughs> what? I just think it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. F school, <laughs> you know? What's your um what's your goal with with uh with producing music? And um does the goal involve working with a certain artist? Or what does that look like? Yeah, I wanna work with Kanye West. <laughs> you wanna be a producer for Kanye West? I mean, I just wanna work with them and I wanna be like best friends with him. Mm-hmm. And like whatever he's you know. Yeah. What's your favorite what's your favorite Kanye album? Graduation. Mm. What do you think about the new album coming out? Do you think it's gonna be more Jesus is King vibes, or do you think it's going to be a whole different direction and more secular? I think it's going to be the second one, more secular. More secular? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know why people act like Kanye didn't. People are like, now he's a Christian. It's like, dude, what? Yeah. Like, his, he made Jesus Walks, his first album. Yeah. What, are you t- what is anyone talking about? He's always been this guy. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. why people are like, oh my gosh, like, dude, like. I think it's funny because, <laughs> yeah, because I think you're kind of right because people treat it like, oh, it's a final discovery just as he mm-hmm. decided to make an album. But this whole time he was just dropping hints and like, yeah, dude, I'm a Christian. And like, yeah. these are this my values. always his plan. Yeah, I think so too. And like, there was just a tiny, tiny like paper trail that kind of followed. 
Mm-hmm. I remember going to the to the Jesus is King album release at the mm-hmm. forum, and like it was just a very cool visual experience. Yeah, Kanye West is very invested in building a giant scene when it comes to everything that just mm-hmm. involves who he is, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to stage representation and just environment. Mm-hmm. I think he really does a really good job of doing that. And I think he's a very underrated creative genius. What do you think? I agree with everything you just said, man. Mm. I know that's mad boring. Yeah. But for the pod. Yeah. But a thousand percent, yay's the goat. Mm. What's your favorite what's your favorite thing about Kanye? Oh my gosh. We're gonna be here like forever, <laughs> Speak man. Speak on it. Like, come on, Speak bro. On it. Uh I mean Con- like I like Kanye's like my I don't want to be weird, but like Kanye's like my father. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you asked me about my family, like my my dad like left when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, I'm out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was like, dang, what do I what am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. Where do I get my values from? You know? Right, right. It's like, what do I like? Oh, I like rap music. Who's the best at making rap music? Kanye West. West. Yeah. You know? So he was really your idol. Yeah, like I just watched like every single I watched like every single Kanye interview, every single video, like everything he's ever done, I'm pretty much watched. I, I'm not really a big clothing. I haven't bought any Yeezys, sorry, but, you know. Really? But he's the greatest, you know. Mm. Have you seen the the thing where he wants to build, like, a the giant Yeezy campus on yeah, Wyoming? Yeah, I think that's awesome. Yeah. He wants to do, I think it's kind of a smart thing with clothing production, where mm-hmm. he wants to do, like, the whole thing where it's called, like, reap and sew, like, just in yeah. one. So my dad used to do clothing. I uh, used to produce oh, clothing cool. for, like, 27 years. Oh, sweet. And then uh, things went south, kind of. Ah, I see. So, so things kind of changed. But, um... Yeah, like when you're producing like a clothing line, you just you send it out to like a certain person, mm. and then you also you know you send it out. Well, him he wanted to do factories stuff made like with certain cuts and different yeah, stuff. Sure. So what he did was he outsourced it to China, and then China would take like a month or mm. like two months, mm. and there's different like stuff you would deal with like at the factory, and then they would send it over on a boat. Mm. Then you got to get it, and then if something's wrong with it, you're kind of screwed for like that season. Yeah. So it's like. Kanye, he just wants to do everything on campus. So instead of sending it out to somebody, he just has it right there. And they say, okay, we'll just do the dyeing here. Or we'll just yep. do the cut here. And then he wants it. It's very cool because he wants to make the cotton, like, colored mm-hmm. through, like, a biogenetic, a biogenetically mm-hmm. thing. So instead of having to use a dye, which mm-hmm. kind of uses pollution, he just mm-hmm. wants to, like, do it through there. Like, like it's just total visionary stuff. Yeah. It just blows me away. He's a special guy. It's very interesting. Where did you... Um, I know you used to work with a clothing company because you are something like that mm-hmm. because you um, with the shirts for 42 mm-hmm. with a certain company. Tell me about that. Um, so, yeah, those are done by the clothing, uh, a clothing company called Gibberish. Gibberish. Okay. Yep. Super cool guys. Um, I interned them. I interned with them for a while when I was in college in Denver. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I was pretty lost when I went to Denver because mm-hmm. I kind of didn't really want to be there. And I was just like, I don't want to go to school. Like, this is bar- this is whack, you yeah. know? Um, and I was trying to find something, like, fun to do. Mm-hmm. So, like, I definitely, like, Souls in Action, the, like, music crew was one of them. And the other exactly. thing was uh, working at Gibberish. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. So, Gibberish, did you feel like you, you, did you grow mentally at Gibberish? Or do you feel like you were just kind of stuck on the same page? Mentally, physically. I mean, I moved a lot of boxes, mm. you know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I worked at the where I work at warehouse. I moved a lot of boxes, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Do you have any questions for me? Um 
do I have any questions for you? Yeah. yeah. How did you find out about my music? How did I find out about your music? Funny thing. So I was at LMU's campus, mm -hmm. and I was just on Instagram chilling on the couch in my dorm room. Mm -hmm. And then I saw an advertisement for 9 to 5, and I'm all like, oh, snap. And I'm like, yo, this is a sick beat. I'm like, let me stream record this and save this. Mm. And then I saved it, and then I viewed the music video, and I'm like, oh, this is super cool. And then I'm all like, well, let me follow... Let me follow the guy, Adam. Dang, okay. And I'm all like, Adam. I'm like, seems like a really cool guy. I'm like, what else does he do? And Dang. I saw your other music and I'm like, wait, what? He's worked with all these other people? And I'm like, let me go down the wormhole and like find everything. Dang. And then like, I'm just like, I just became like a genuine fan and I'm just mm. want to genuinely support you. So I'm just, appreciate it. I'm just thankful <laughs> for the opportunity for the interview. You know cool. what I mean? Cool. Yeah, you already know, man. Yeah. Whatever you need, man. Uh, dang, I gotta uh, I gotta talk to my manager because I was like, we we got into this like dis disagreement of sorts. I was like, I don't know, should we doing Instagram ads or not? I yeah. don't know. He's like, they're awesome, do them. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> this is proof in the pudding that Instagram ads work because mm. look where we are, ladies and Instagram, gentlemen. Instagram, where you at? Yes. Where's the check at? Let's come on, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> exactly, but um. Yeah, man. Like, I just became a genuine fan, and like, cool. Like the beat, like the beat was just so sick. And then I showed it to my brother, and he's like, "That's pretty dope too." And I'm like, "Yeah, oh, I know." Thank you. But yeah, it was just mm. um, a real love for the music. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I know you have a lot of people hit you up for podcasts on the DM sometimes. Mm -hmm. Why did you choose to do our podcast? Cause man, you seem genuine. Like mm. you're not like, hey, like, when you get <laughs> not like know, a clown. When you get the clout. Yeah. Be clout lords and take mm. over the world. I was like, you know, like, yeah. like all right, well, whatever. Mm. Uh, like, I like people that are, like, just, like, real and stuff, you know? Mm. I feel you. And I felt like I watched some of your stuff, and I was like, oh, this dude seems cool. Like, I, and the content's, like, good and, like, produced yeah. good. I was like, all right, this sounds, this sounds good. Let's do it, you yeah. know? Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, um, so going into random, random veins of things. Sure. Tell me about your love, love for Resident Evil. Oh my gosh, it's the, it's the greatest video game series of all time. Mm. Well, what, did you play it on Xbox? Um, yeah, Xbox. Mm. So you're an OG Xbox kid? I am an OG Xbox kid. You, I, yeah. Mm. Did you play Guitar Hero 3? Come on, man. You expert? You play an expert or you just play on hard? Come on, man. <laughs> what kind of nonsense? Of course I play Guitar Hero 3. What kind of nonsense is that? <laughs> I know. Yeah, I felt like... Growing up as a kid, I just bonded with a bunch of people. Just yeah. we played Xbox and Halo, and yeah. that's basically just all we did. Like, oh my gosh, Halo! I was I've been watching mad like Halo vid vids for like the past week. Really? Yeah. I I watch like Halo videos where it goes into like the history of Master Chief and mm -hmm. like different stuff, and I'm like, oh, this is actually really cool. And like these guys do like speed runs, and I'm like, let me see if I can beat Halo Three without touching the ground or something. Oh my gosh, Halo's the greatest. Yeah. What's your favorite Halo? Halo, my favorite Halo. People probably gonna hate me for this. But I like Halo Reach. I'm not gonna lie. Why Halo would, Three. Why would anyone hate you for that? Halo Three. Halo Reach is amazing. Everyone says Halo Three. Oh, it's the greatest. It's the greatest. But I'm all like, Halo Reach has armor abilities and a bunch of stuff, and I'm all like, that's pretty dope. Yeah, know? Halo Reach is fire. All right, I got one more question for you. What would What would you suggest to people if they had to do it for a whole week? Mm -hmm. Like, say I had to wake up for every day for a week and I had to do something. Mm -hmm. What should I do? Oh, man. Should I go to the gym? Should I go for man, a walk? that's a crazy question. Should I meditate? That's an insane question. I can't answer that. Yes, you can. That's too crazy because everyone's going to have their own. Like, I can only say what I, what I would do. But would everyone do? has their own thing that they should do. Like, you know, like, you know, you know what you should be doing. 
Mm. I, I feel like everyone, we all know. The question is not what you should be doing, but are you willing to put in the work to do what needs to be done? Huh. Hmm. How should we go about networking to find people? Like, say I'm, I'm a producer. Mm-hmm. How should I go about networking to find people to come on my track? Like, like Freddie Gibbs or whatever. Like, should I just hit them up on the DM? Should I find their manager first? Should I just send them a Bro. stem? What should I do? Okay. This is kind of spilling the sauce a little bit, mm-hmm. but I'll give it to you. Tell us. You like Halo, yep. right? Yeah. So this is what I do. Ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. First, shotgun. Mm. You know? Yeah. Pop a shot. Uh-huh. Hit every single person that you think might want to do something. Just pop, you know, shotgun. Yeah. If anything, like, comes back, you get any interest or any direction, then you take your sniper out, you know? Yeah. Snipe it. You know, go hard in that one direction. Mm. So that's what I like to do. Mm. What would you... Um what would you suggest is the most important thing producers should be working on? Should we just produce, should we just be focusing on finding soul samples? Should we be producing, working on a craft, learning how to mix like you did? What's the most important thing people should know how to do? Man, that's a good question. Being good at your craft. I think being good at your craft will take you um, anywhere you want to go. If you're, if you're really, 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 really good, then people will want to work with you. And you won't even have to hit people up. If you're really good, people will say, hey, that kid's amazing. We should reach out to him, you know, and people will find out and you'll be successful and great. How do you go about finding samples for your music? Are you very into like 90s, 2000s? Like, or is it just anything you listen to? YouTube, bro. Really? YouTube and uh, Spotify, like related. That's that's the key right Come there. Come on, let's get a. Can we get some like? Can we get like a sponsor? A, some, some I know, right? Like, <laughs> What's your favorite anime? Oh man, that's a that's a tough question. What is it? Mine's One Punch oh. Man. I know it's basic, basic. I know what my favorite one is. But that's my favorite. What's your favorite? I haven't seen One Punch Man yet. Mm, it's good. It's really. I know good. everyone keeps saying that. It's hype. I'm just kind of saving it. Mm. What is your favorite? Uh, Trigun. Trigun. What's mm-hmm. that about? It's kind of like Cowboy Bebop, Ooh. except it came out before Cowboy Bebop, actually. It's, uh-huh. it's like Cowboy Bebop, except uh, more Western. Uh, I see. How'd you get into being, like, health conscious? Because I feel like, we got, like you know, I kind of got, you know? got introduced to Health it. is wealth, man. Mm. Health is wealth. <laughs> like, wealth. did someone introduce you to it and be like, hey, dude, you should be eating like this? Or, like... How did that happen? Because I feel like uh, no yeah. one just wakes up and says, oh, let's do this. Like, you know. Yeah. Uh, I went through some, like, crazy, like, health stuff in the past. Mm. And I was just like, you know what? This is how I should be living from now on. I used to be really fat, too. I was like, I was like. Really? I was like, yeah. Really? Yeah. And my doctor was like, you're so fat. Like, don't do that. You know? How did you go about losing weight? Um, Just, like, eating good. Really? And, like, not being a, you know. Mm. Not being a, a fiend, mm. you know? So what words of wisdom can you give to our guests today? Mm. Man, I got stuff that's, like, mad cliche, though. Say it. It's just, like, yo, like, like, be yourself and, like, never, ever, ever, ever stop. Like, just keep going. Like, that's the best thing I could ever say. It's just, like, don't stop. 
Mm. Whatever you want to do, just like don't stop. Mm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another episode of the Your Passion Podcast. <laughs>